welcome. This is Jen, and I am the Hourglass Architect. I design tools that help women start and become business owners, all while increasing productivity and efficiency. I aim to help women solopreneurs, just like myself, maximize their time each day and achieve greater financial success. Good morning, and in this episode, I'm going to talk about time management and how you can manage your day and your week and even your month. Organizing will be different for each of us. We all have different strategies that work for us to manage our time, and you need to find what works for you based on your personality. Some people prefer a physical daily planner where you can write down what's going to happen each day. Some people like digital planning where everything's on your laptop or your iPad, your tablet. There are even software packages that allow you to plan out projects that will span several months or even a year. It's really up to you. Calendars on your phone or even simple sticky notes can help manage your day and things that need to be done. Very simple tools to use are the sticky notes that I just mentioned. They come in all colors and you can have fun with it with different colored pens and markers. There are also apps that you can use. I have an app on my Mac and it's free for anyone who has an iPad or a Mac computer. It's called Freeform. It's basically a white screen with different boards that you can create sticky notes that you add to it. It's kind of a brainstorming platform. If you have a lot of ideas, you can just jot them down in one place. So for goals and organized tasks that I'm working towards, I do prefer to use something that's visual so I can see where my timelines are and what needs to be done. There are a lot of project management tools available now that are great for small business owners or even households that have a lot going on and multiple people with different activities, different sports going on or extracurricular activities that need to be managed. There are just a lot of different things that you can do with digital tools to help you through that. What I'd like to talk to you about today is the steps that you're going to take and how you can go about setting up yourself for success with organizing. The first thing you need to do is determine what works for you. Is it pen and paper or a digital planner such as GoodNotes or Notability? And there are all kinds of digital planners that are available out there that you can download right onto your tablet to help you. Do you need a time management software or is it just a simple calendar to help you get organized? You need to figure out what it is that works for you. That way you can stick to it and keep using it on a daily basis. And just try different methods and see if something feels more comfortable. You can purchase very inexpensive daily calendar and just try the pen and paper technique, jotting down what you need to do. See if you remember to carry that with you whenever you're out and about or just going through your day, whether you have it on your desk and whether you refer to it. If it's harder to do that, you might want to try good notes or notability. If it's something that you can have on your iPad or your tablet and you're carrying it around with you on a regular basis, you might be more apt to use it. 
Do you just focus on your calendar that you have on your phone? If that works for you, then just set up alerts and put things right on your calendar. That's a very simple tool to use that you have right at your fingertips already to be able to enter in your information. So you need to know what works for you. And it might take some time to get used to the method that you're choosing. So give yourself like a solid month to try that strategy because it's going to take about that amount of time to turn it into a habit. So if you forget a day to write something down in your calendar or you forget a day on your calendar on your iPad, then it's okay. Just give it a little bit more time and see if that habit starts to sink in and you're able to get back to it. If you try and try and try and it's just not working, you're not referring to that physical pen and paper calendar that you have, then try something else and see if another approach works. You need to determine what is going to work for you so that you stick with it. Really, you're trying to give yourself reminders on a daily basis of what needs to be done. Once you find what works for you, your kind of go-to managing tool that you're going to use, then you need to establish your big three. And what I mean by your big three are what is necessary, what's mandatory, and what's discretionary. Out of those big three, what is necessary? Necessary are the things that are sleeping or eating, personal hygiene. You need to block that time off because those are things you have to do every day. You have to get sleep. You have to eat and you have to take care of yourself. So those are the necessary things and you have to block that time off on your calendar. Then what is mandatory? These are things that have to get done, but they're not crucial for your survival. Things that are mandatory that need to get done would be commuting to work, because if you have to commute, it's mandatory that you get there. Your work commitment, if you have a job and you have to do work to earn an income, then that work is mandatory. Your school commitment, if you're a student, that time that you're in school, that's your mandatory commitment that needs to be blocked off on your calendar. If you have household commitments, such as paying the bills or grocery shopping, those all are things that need to get done, and so they need their own space on the calendar as well. These are things that should be blocked off so you know when you're going to do those, and you know that that time is set aside for those things that need to get done, and you're not able to add anything into that time slot. The last of your big three is discretionary. What is discretionary? Discretionary things are things that you like to do. So reading a book, a hobby, time to focus on a side business, or any kind of entertainment that you want to have, or just doing nothing. All of that is your discretionary time. What you need to do is block off your calendar with all of those big three items and see what your day looks like. You want to evaluate your total time each day. Are you overbooked completely? 
Or do you have free time that there are blocks during the day that you have nothing in them that would be your free time? And what can you add or delete? Once you have evaluated these items and you have looked at your day, you want to take all of your mandatory things that need to be done, look at those tasks, and determine if they're daily, weekly, or monthly. Paying your bills might be a weekly task that you need to do on a certain day of the week. Make note of that. Deep cleaning your house or changing air filters in your house might be just a monthly task. So then make note of those items and say what day that you're going to do those each month. Write down all your regular commitments, such as going to work Monday through Friday or going to school Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Anything that is a regular commitment that you do, if you have guitar practice on one night a week, then that should go on the calendar as a commitment that you have made and what day it is. Your next step is to look at your discretionary time that you have. And you want to evaluate that time that you have, see how much you have left, and then list all of your hobbies or clubs that you enjoy, list skills that you want to learn or exercise that you want to do. This is all discretionary, but it's also necessary for personal health reasons. You need to decide what each one of these things means to you and how much value to put on that. Once you've looked at all of your items that you'd like to do and have those in a discretionary column, then you need to start figuring out where you can put those on your daily or weekly or monthly schedule so that you have something to look forward to and time that's dedicated just for you. After you do that, you're going to take a daily approach first and look at where you spend your time. I do have a free daily calendar PDF that you can download quickly just to get started, just to pen and paper and blocking off your, your day. When you block off your day, you're going to start with your sleeping time. When do you normally go to sleep and wake up? If you create a habit of going to bed and waking up at the same time every day, whether that's Monday to Friday when you work, it also should carry over onto the weekend. When you have a regular sleep schedule, you actually have more energy during the day to do all the things that you want to get done. So try to block off your sleeping time first on every day during the week. Block off your eating time and the time it takes you to get ready during the day. Those are all necessary times, and then that's accounted for. That's done on your daily calendar. Then block off any of your travel time and mandatory commitments. Look at what's left. Can you readjust anything to give yourself a little more time? Can you exercise first thing in the morning, then get ready right away after that? to get yourself to work or school. By doing this, you're not adding additional time later in the day with an extra shower or extra time to get ready, an additional time than you would have had in the morning. Can you wake up earlier and add things in like reading or your exercise? Many, many successful executives go to bed at a reasonable hour at night and then get up before everyone else because it's a head start. It's 
like a race. If you start before everyone else, you get to finish first. If you block off the time for your goals and you focus on those during your discretionary time, you're able to get a lot more done. And you want to build your day around giving yourself more time. So by looking at your day first, instead of a whole week or a whole month, if you just take one day first and look at it, you'll be amazed at how much extra time you actually do have during the day that you can fill in with different things or actually delete tasks that don't need to be done. So what you want to do is take the same approach with your week and month. If you have long-term goals that you're working on, then determine what your mini milestones are and add those to your weekly or monthly calendars. When you see what you're working towards, you're more likely to make it happen. If it's on your calendar, if it's right in front of you, you're going to be more successful at making those goals a reality. What you also want to put on your weekly calendar is unstructured time. This is important. You should have two to four hours each week for personal growth or free time. And it seems a little counterintuitive, but it's true. This unstructured time can be anything. It can be time to learn something new or just thinking and being creative. Use the time to let your mind explore what your interests are. This could help you find more vision for your small business that you might be doing, or you can learn a new skill, you can learn Excel, or you can learn a project management tool, or you can just work on creating a painting or something that gives your mind time to be creative. Two to four hours a week is really all I'm asking for that. That unstructured time will bring your mind into a place where you're able to come up with all kinds of new ideas that will challenge you or add to your goals or even give you opportunity to create new goals. So that time is important. When you look at your calendar, whether it's daily, weekly, or monthly, you might have some tasks that are just taking up space. Those tasks that are just taking up space and are not adding value to you should be looked at and see if you can actually outsource them. If you mow your lawn every week, but you have the ability to pay somebody to mow your lawn and you'd rather use that time for starting a business or spending it with your family, evaluate that time and see if it's more important to hire somebody to do that task instead of you doing it yourself. You also want to prioritize items that you have. There are going to be things that are more important to get done, and then things that are lower priority should just be rescheduled if you need to. For example, getting a doctor's appointment out of the way versus putting the dishes away. The dishes are going to be there, but if you need to get to that doctor's appointment, you need to do that. The dishes will either get done by you later or someone else in your household can do them. The doctor's appointment is definitely a higher priority. As you're looking at that daily calendar, weekly calendar, or monthly, you could color code also if possible. Even digital apps on GoodNotes or Notability 
have a way to color code tasks. You can highlight them. Or if you're using a pen and paper approach, take a highlighter and highlight important tasks or use a different color pen, something that will help things that are important stand out. Less important items not stand out as much. When setting up your calendars, you also want to group tasks where you can. When you look at things all in one group, it gives you an idea of when you should schedule things. For example, if you need to go to the grocery store, you need to go to Target, you need to go to Home Depot. Three things that need to get done that week because you have to buy XYZ at each store. If you have them all grouped on one day, you're spending less on gas for one, but you're also able to consolidate time Instead of doing it every other day during the week and creating an errand every other day, you're able to put them all on one day, get them all done at one time, and then those other days during the week has freed you up for more discretionary time that you're able to add in establishing your new business or learning a skill or anything it is that is part of your goal that you want to accomplish. Grouping tasks should also be used during your work time as well. For instance, if you have meetings and you schedule meetings all week long and you don't take any time to actually do the work that you need to do to get projects done, that time could be better spent if you group those meetings together back to back on one day That gives you the whole rest of the week to be able to get true focused work done on projects that you need to get done. So instead of having scattered meetings throughout the week, if possible, and you can consolidate or group them together, that will help save time as well. That uninterrupted time that you've created by grouping tasks gives you the ability to focus and When your brain is able to focus on things without being interrupted, then you continue to think creatively and you're able to get so much more done because you're in a flow and that flow is very important. When you do get constantly interrupted and you break that flow, then it's very difficult to get back into what you were focused on. You should now have your calendar set and what you're going to do each day. Now you need to stay focused, and this is going to involve eliminating distractions. You don't want to open social media apps. You don't want to check email. You don't want to multitask. You want to stay focused on what you're working at at that time of the day. If you start to lose focus, then just get up and walk around. Grab a drink. Take a walk around the block or get your lunch. Think about what you're working on, but don't dwell on it. You want to be present in the moment of what you're doing. That break will give you a mind to just kind of readjust and possibly come up with new ideas. That time that you blocked off is focused on that task that you should be working on, whether it's thinking about it or actually working on it. So remember to stay focused. Then you need to remember to stay organized That calendar is just one piece of the organization plan. You need to take 
time every single day and write down the tasks that are going to need to be done the following day. You need to prioritize each of those items so that you know which ones need to get done first. And then if you get more done that day or the following day, then that's just icing on the cake. That's extra. And it's wonderful when you have time to get the extra done. But pace yourself every day. If you're a small business owner, there's always going to be something that needs to be done. You're wearing so many different hats that you know that, oh, there's just one more thing I need to do, one more thing I need to do. But pace yourself. There will be time to get things done little by little, and you'll grow. You don't want to exhaust yourself right away by trying to do it all. You're just one person. Remember that. Even if you're excited, you can still experience burnout. You need to balance work and life, which is why planning your days are so important so you can balance your discretionary time that you have. And before you start each day, just take five minutes to think. Think about the day ahead. Review your notes from the end of the previous day so you have a plan for what the day is going to look like ahead of you. Plans change and the days change, and that's okay. But if you just take five minutes and look ahead, you can take a breath and think, okay, I've got this. I can do it. Remember to take a moment and look at your calendar and compare it to what your priorities are so that you can readjust if you need to. You want to be effective every day, not just busy filling your schedule. Being busy is not going to get you anywhere. It's not going to improve your life or help you accomplish your goals. You want to think smart. You want to work smart, not hard. And work on what's most important and just forget everything else or outsource other things, most important and priorities. Manage your life so your work doesn't manage you. If you have an important task to get done, do that in the morning when you're fresh and you have had a good night's sleep. If it's a large task, it might be the only thing that you focus on that day. That's okay. Most days, do your simple tasks first to get them done quickly. If you have a big project that you're working on, then just do one small task at a time and take that one small task and do it first and then add on to it and do the next one. As you accomplish each of the tasks, then you're going to make headway on your goal. Don't try to think about the end result. Just one thing at a time, small milestones at a time. These small milestones will help you get towards your goals. Remember, you can download my daily calendar, the PDF, and just start making notes on how you want to organize your day for tomorrow. Just start there one day at a time and then one week at a time, then one month at a time. And you'll make progress on your goals and you'll find balance. You'll see that your days offer you more time than you realize you have. If you're spending an hour scrolling through social media, you might realize, oh, you know what? That hour I could have used to learn a new skill that I want to learn so I can accomplish the goal that I have. There are a lot of different tools to use. First, you need to remember to find what works for you and then stick to it. You've got this just one day at a time. Thanks for listening. I hope that 
helped with organizing your day and your week and your month ahead. Next week, we're going to talk about life events and how life events actually impact our goals. Until next week, have a great afternoon. Mm-hmm.